I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast. And from me, you get 50 years of knowledge playing fantasy sports. From Eric, you get the kind of insight you can only get from a guy who's been on the top uh, stage of the NFL, uh, a top-notch quarterback with the Bears and Lions and Chargers. He's been there. He lends his firsthand knowledge to the things you need to guide your fantasy team to victory. Now, you can find us on Radio.com, the mobile app, iTunes, Stitcher, Lipsum, wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way, perhaps, though, is just go to our website, KramerandBrill.com. And the podcasts are listed on the podcast page, or you can find them by just clicking at the top of the homepage. It just says, click here for latest podcast. Check it out, KramerandBrill.com. Take you right to it. You can listen to your car. You can listen at home uh, while you're on your uh, treadmill. Whatever you're doing, uh, you can listen to us. So let me introduce to you my friend, colleague, and co-host, Eric Kramer. And uh, week eight, it's in the books, huh? <laughs> We're nearly halfway home. I know. Isn't it like crazy? It. Yeah. I, you know, it's like it's been the going. The year and the season is just uh, flying. And it's been such an interesting season, too. I, I, before we even get into it, I mean, have you seen in the past ever this many trades in an NFL half season? No, honestly. I, I was in one of them again this week, right before the game started. You know, I mean, it, it seems like there's this new wave, and I, I guess part of it is so many players are demanding to be traded now. You had uh, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. You had uh, Melvin Gordon. You had, um, you know, guys that don't feel they're fitting in and they're demanding yeah, to be last traded. Last year, Khalil Mack. Yeah, right. and, and it, it's that didn't happen 15, 20 years ago. It was like, sorry, you're on the team, mm-hmm. you play it out, and you, you know, and I guess part of that too is, you know, it used to be, well, you had to adapt to a new system, you know, but nope. not anymore. No, and I think the players are figuring out that, okay, in Khalil Mack's case or Aaron Donald's case, they were in the contract. Like, okay, if you don't want me, then go get another Khalil Mack. Yeah. They don't, they're not out there. And do you think part of it, too, is um, like uh, this, so many of the systems maybe are similar because you have so many assistant coaches, like in Belichick's situation, uh-huh. so many of his assistants are now head coaches. So a guy can go from one team to another, and really it's in sort of the same system with some variations. Yeah, I think it certainly helps. And, um, you know, if you think of um, – I mean, there's only so many things. There's basically two fronts you can run on defense, four mm-hmm. and three or three, four. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to have the little variations. And I think a lot of guys between college and pro have played in systems that are either those or like those. Right. And there's just, you know, in Mika Fitzpatrick's case, um, you know, I heard a comment that, uh, that uh, Mike Tomlin had made um, that Chris Collinsworth reiterated in meeting with him. He's like, Minka Fitzpatrick is low to no maintenance. I heard that, yeah. yeah. So that's, just, that's guys today. I love that. They, they know what they're doing. They take it upon themselves to learn and study, and they bring a lot of ideas to wherever they're going. So I think that's it, it's tailor-made for today's football player that comes and steps right in and already has a good background in what they're doing. Well, let's take a look at how we did. Uh, it was a week for wide receivers and old pros to shine. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Schaub, Leonard Fournette, Drew Brees, Mike Evans, Matt Stafford, Latavius Murray, Julian Edelman, Tom Brady, Julio Jones, Jordan Howard, all were solid this week. And some new guys finally panned out as in, spell it, David Montgomery and Mitchell Trubisky. So um, I will say at least Montgomery. Yeah, Montgomery was just went <laughs> off. I mean, it was 135 yards. Trubisky had had a better day that he's oh, had. I would say okay. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll get to him. <laughs> Kyle Fuller intercepted a pass in the first quarter, ran it down inside the five-yard line, and the Bears kicked a field goal, which means they got no yards yeah. offensively. 
Well, like I said, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. So, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's get to how we did for you. Uh, we like David Carr and his 285 yards and three touchdowns were solid. We also like Jared Goff, who's 372 and two scores were also solid, coming off three scores the week before. I said to ride Deshaun Watson for as long as you can for the long run and 279 yards, three touchdown passes very and 46 yards. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I like Matt Schaub, 52 passing attempts, 460 yards passing and a touchdown. That's pretty strong, I, I, I think. Very, yeah. uh, we both like Matt for an old guy. Yeah, we both like Matt Stafford, who had three touchdowns. Uh, Eric thought that Jameis Winston was going to go strong this week, and he came through with 301 yards, two scores, and 53 on the ground. Uh, we like Kirk Cousins, but the play calling killed him and killed us in that one. But if you had Dalvin Cook, you were happy. All he did was 98 yards and a touch. Uh, we said to bench Wentz and his 172 and only one score said we were right on. Uh, same with Kyler Murray, uh, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, who threw three interceptions. Uh, Flacco was a no-go, and that was good advice. And Kyle Allen's three picks led to 51 points for San Francisco. I did not like Daniel Jones, but Eric did. 322 yards, four touchdown passes showed me. Kudos to you. Uh, by the way, Joe Flacco is going to be out this week. So uh, that's um, they're going to be starting their backup quarterback. Uh, running backs, we liked Aaron Jones, Latavius Murray. We really liked Tevin Coleman. They were all solid. Coleman really went off. 105 yards, three touchdowns, two catches for another score. Saquon Barkley had eight catches at a score to lead him to 28 fantasy points. Uh, Miles Sanders had 74 and a score on the ground. Three more catches for a solid performance. David Montgomery, we mentioned, finally stepped it up. 135 and a score plus four catches. Uh, we liked Fournette again, had 76 on the ground, and this time added seven catches for 60 more. So uh, Fournette is just kind of um, playing along like uh, uh, he's a guy you want to have in your lineup. Heck yeah, you do. Oh, man. We liked Jordan Howard, 96 yards and a touch, solid. Uh, Marlon Mack was solid. Uh, well, we did not like Joe Mixon. He finally came to the game. Uh, 66 yards, four <laughs> catches, good for one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, finally, they and, found him uh, in the end zone. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. You got to get these guys in there, and that—that's where the scores happen. Uh, we were high on Chris Carson and James White, which should have been satisfying. We were down on Mel Gordon, Todd Gurley, Derek Henry, Ronald Jones, Le'Veon Bell, Peyton Barber, and all sucked. Uh, we did like Chase Edmonds. He went down uh, with an injury after only eight yards and two catches, but uh, the injury, uh, you're going to have to watch him on the waiver wires, or the injury wires this week. Uh, the day was won by the Whiteouts, so Mike Evans and Cooper Cup led the way. Boy, I'll tell you. And PPR Legs Evans had 42 points for 11 catches, 198 and two scores. Cup had 39 points with seven catches, 220 and a touch. Uh, we love Galladay, Edelman, Thomas uh, Jones, uh, Hopkins, Renfro, Ty Williams, Stefan Diggs, Amendola, Lockett, Tyreek Hill, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, now in San Francisco, where he caught four passes and a touchdown, and all those guys had decent days. The down guys we liked were Terry McLaurin. I really liked him. Uh, four catches, not enough. Robert Woods, we were iffy on, and two catches did not make it. Uh, we said stay away from Angalore and seven uh, yards on four catches. We were right on. We did like both Pissy Johnson. Mohamed Sanu we liked, and both were non-existent. Uh, same with Zay Jones. Uh, we will take kudos for saying bench Corey Davis. Two catches, nine yards. Odell Beckham, five catches, 52. Few saw Darius Slayton and his two scores on two catches for the Giants, or Josh Reynolds with three and 73 and a touch. And the Rams, well, let alone Chris Conley for the uh, Jags and four for 103 and a touch. Yeah, I think he, Chris Conley I think it's the Jags' best 
yeah. option fantasy wise, and has been throughout the year. You know, he's been kind of under the radar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yep. he's been one of those guys. It's like he's there, and uh, you know, he's available. He's available in a lot of leagues, and it's just you know. But you're right; he's the guy I would pick solid. up because if they're going to have a guy that approaches or surpasses 100 yards, gets a touchdown, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be him. Okay. On the tight end, well, where we were, all, we, where would Ryan, Ryan Griffin come from? I don't know. Four catches, two scores, four targets. He kind of came, came from out of nowhere. Uh, we like Darren uh, Fells, who had yep. six catches, two touchdowns. We said to pick up a John U. Smith. Should have done it. Six catches, 78 yards, and a touchdown. We really liked Austin Hooper for 665 and a score. Doesn't matter uh, who's playing quarterback. No, no, it doesn't. Austin it really Hooper's doesn't. Gonna get a touchdown. He's going to get there. Uh, I was high on Dallas Goddard. Uh, three for 22 wasn't much, but with a touchdown catch, he was worthy. Uh, Waller as well with a touchdown. Noah Fant stepped up to five catches. And we have not liked Hawkinson since week one, and his lone catch for 21 yards uh, proved us correct again. Now, defense. Oh, yeah. Again, New England, San Francisco. Francisco, Pittsburgh, all for real, uh, as are the Jags and the Vikings and the Saints. We said to go with any of them. That was solid advice. We were not high on the Bears this week or the Chiefs and the Raiders, along with the Seahawks. They were all downers. We said to start the Steelers, who were dominant in Miami, along with Smith-Schuster and James Conner, as well as Mason Rudolph, who were all solid. Uh, Mason Rudolph had 250. Of course, he was playing Miami. Uh, Connors with 145. Deontay Johnson, we have been liking for weeks. He went off six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. So, uh, the question becomes one again for you surprises and disappointments well the big surprise is that it took all of that for you to finally get to the Steelers <laughs> I thought that would have been the number one lead story and that the only story we would have been talking about but here it is they they have completely turned their season around from the first whatever three losses of the season and now they're back in contention again they got it they got it the thing is they have to go past and win the division over the Ravens because I don't think they're going to be a wild card team. Go uh, ahead and enjoy the streak that they're on, though. <laughs> I mean, they're on it. It's not gonna, I mean, I'm loving it. No I really am. Getting to the end of the season, we're in the midway part of the season, and they are back now and looking good. Thank you. I With Mason that. Rudolph, yeah. of all people, playing quarterback. And, uh, you know, he was a little inconsistent, I thought, but certainly came on after the first quarter. And um, throws a nice pass, I think. He does, man, and he hangs in there. And part of the part of the issue I see in in uh, Mason Rudolph to this point, or at least in this last game anyway, is that he he doesn't play the he, he. You can tell that he's new to what he's doing a little bit, and that he he throws a nice ball. He's accurate at times, but he's also holds the ball when Forever. receivers are open, yeah. looking for them to get, I guess, more open, which doesn't happen, right? So. And a, a couple of times he threw to Washington, he was behind him. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, if you'd let him, it was uh, a, a big a, game. A catch and a first down. I was sitting there, and my wife was watching the game with me, and she goes, throw the ball, throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> He's holding on for, like, ever. Yeah. And a couple of times it was, like, a split second between the time he let the ball go and mm-hmm. he got hit. You know, and it was like, I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but I guess you, you know, you're right that he was waiting for guys to be more open. And I was just, you know, if, if you look at Ben's first year, he was a guy that held on to the ball forever. And just handed off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he just, you know, uh, and it, it, he, he had this thing, of course, you know, Ben is so hard to bring down. Yep. You know, especially in his early years. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mason Rudolph, I don't think, is that. In that category. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ben's just bulk, too. Yep. So. 
But thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think uh, another surprise for me was Matt Schaub. Not that he played well, but that he played that well. And uh, uh, and I also think that, uh, uh, you know, the people around him, of course, Julio Jones is always he's mm-hmm. great week to week. And uh, Austin Hooper's obviously counted on in the red zone right. and playing well. Um, but, I again, I like still Jacoby Brissett and what the Colts are doing now that um, – uh, you know, J.J. Watt went down mm-hmm. this week for the year. I think that brings the Colts, who've already been playing well, now that brings them back into the, the picture to be able to compete, you know, with Houston right. in that division. And I, I was also surprised that, uh, you know, not that Drew Brees is a great quarterback, but that he came back and played as effectively as he did right away. You know, a thumb injury, did you ever have one of those? Yeah. yeah and uh, those have got to be, on your throwing hand, have got to be, Something that um, not only takes a good time to heal, but it's also got to be a mental block for you. I would think so. And it's going to affect some, I would think, at least it did for me, how accurate you are Mm -hmm. and how you grip the ball. And, um, you know, there's a lot of factors involved when you're talking about your throwing hand affecting the flight of the ball. But uh, obviously for him, he was ready to go. Ready to move on to injuries? Let's do it. All right. We mentioned Chase Edmonds in Arizona. Why not Jerry S. Wright in uh, Carolina? Uh, Jeff Uerman of the uh, Broncos at tight end. Aaron Jones, shoulder injury. Marquise Lee and Dede Westbrook of the Jags, both out with injuries. Brandon Cooks with Rams uh, went into the concussion protocol. Kenyon Drake of the Dolphins was ruled out for Monday. Um, he ended up getting traded to the Cardinals. Uh, Sam Arnold of the Jets with a thumb sprain. Uh, wide out Dwayne Harris of the Raiders and an ankle injury. Miles Sanders left the Eagles game with an injured shoulder. Jeff Wilson and Matt Breida of the Niners both went out with injuries. And others who have been hurt to watch are Edo Smith, David Johnson, Case Keenum, and O.J. Howard. Late injury was James Conner who left uh, with a shoulder injury in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So watch the wires for him. He was seen with uh, his arm in a sling, but they haven't updated that uh, to the time we're recording this. Josh Gordon is being being released in New England. Uh, trending up this week, Schaub, Drew Brees, Derek Carr, Daniel Jones, Cooper Cup, plus David Montgomery and Mason Rudolph. There you go. Trending down this week are Josh Allen, Philip Rivers, Kirk Cousins, Austin Eckler, Odell Beckham, and Teddy Bridgewater, which, you know, he did his job for, what, five weeks? Yeah. And now he's yeah. back on the bench. And, well, uh, hey, 5-0. Oh. He opted to play with the guy who eventually, hopefully, he'll be replacing. Right. But for right now, Drew Brees is still going strong and playing like the young Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. So let's go to the waiver wire players you should be looking at this week. Now, we said last week to pick up Matt Schaub, and if you did, you were rewarded. He's still out there, but not for long. Matt Moore will draw some attention after not throwing a pick while tossing two touchdown Local passes guy for went to Hart High Yeah. And Ryan Tannehill may work for you in a bye week with uh, three scores. Andy Dalton still has some shots, but he's benched. He had 329 yards passing last week, but uh, the guy you like. When you're like, Owen whatever. Yeah. When, when Time to see what you got on the bench. When one of your heir apparents uh, is now Finley, he's going to be starting this week. Um, Another starting NC State quarterback yeah. in the league. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, this is a guy you've been pumping for the yeah. last several weeks yeah. and waiting for Andy to go down, and he's out now. So I would see him as a good waiver wire pickup, um, especially if you're in a dynasty league. If you're in a dynasty league, I think he, he, you, you want yeah. to pick him up. What do you think about his uh, opening efforts? I don't think they're going to be great fantasy football-wise, but I do think that uh, 
you know, I, I haven't even looked to see ahead here who they're playing, but um, hopefully it's a team where he can get settled in, and he's a guy that in college at least I think they're on a bye this week. Made well even better. Yeah, they're so, on a bye this week. So he's a guy that in in college uh, makes good decisions. He's an accurate thrower. He hangs in there and I think makes tough throws. Can he do it at this level? I think you have to see it. But the fact that he's got, as you just said, an extra bye week to prepare, I think he should be all right. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Probably the hottest pickup this week will be Miami's Mark Walton. Running back with Kenyon Drake traded the Cardinals. He becomes a starter. And while the Dolphins don't get across the goal line much, he's a good bet in both regular and dynasty leagues. Had a touchdown, not a lot of yards in the Steeler game. The week before, he had 66 yards. So grab him. Another hot pickup uh, also in Miami, Preston Williams, the most targeted rookie wideout in the NFL. Pick him up. Uh, Also, uh, if uh, if you don't have Kenyon Drake, if nobody has him, you want to pick him up because he will be the starting running back in Arizona. And the thing is there, they don't have any uh, other really, um, we'll get into it a little bit, any other uh, healthy running back. So you can imagine he is probably going to start right away. Ninus Raheem Mostert uh, should get some sneaky action uh, with two of the top three running backs injured in San Francisco. Coleman will still get most looks, but he won't play every down. Duke Johnson's getting more looks in Houston, and I still like Brian Hill in Atlanta. Uh, Ty Johnson in Detroit, now he's had a game under his belt, and we talked about um, Arizona. It was Zach Zenner in Arizona uh, before the Kenyon Drake trade he was the only healthy running back on the roster uh whether he's gonna you know get some he'll probably get some touches i mean uh, you no know doubt. but uh and maybe maybe some handoffs and maybe a couple of passes yeah, i think he caught a uh, pass recently wide receivers uh try chris conley in jacksonville we talked about Dari- uh, darius slayton will draw attention after his week in giant land josh reynolds with the rams as it uh, seems like robert woods is doing zip Alex Erickson in Cincinnati. Of course, they're on a bye week this week. Marvin Hall's 49-yard catch for a score for Detroit will gain some notice. Uh, we're still high on Alan Lazard in Green Bay. And don't give up on Bissy Johnson and Sanu as both are solid performers in new uh, systems. Uh, we told you to grab Jonu Smith last week, and you should have and still can't. Charles Clay is an old veteran but did get some action, but only if you're really down and no one else is left. So this is our sixth bye week. So missing from the action are the Falcons, the Bengals, the Rams, and the Saints. Now, if you have these guys, uh, any of these guys on these teams, you want to replace them. So let's get right to the the games. Thursday night, 49ers at Cardinals. Uh, We should start... I'm thinking you should start no one against the Niners defense and hope for the best if you have any Arizona players. Arizona's banged up. If I had him and Chase Edmonds can't go, uh, I'd look hard at Zach Zenner, but only because he was the only healthy running back until they traded for um, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I do like Christian Kirk, but not enough with the Niners defense going hard on Kyler Murray. On the Niners, it's all Tevin Coleman, Kittles, and Emmanuel Sanders, who they acquired last week. He is the new fave target of Garoppolo, so you want him in your lineup if you have him. Again, we mentioned Kenyon Drake, newly acquired, and should be in your mix. And I think Joey Bosa, just himself, might score more points. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we'll see. <laughs> They're awesome. And they are. And uh, as you said, Tevin Coleman, any running back you got that's healthy for the Niners, take him or start him, especially if it's Tevin Coleman. And then, uh, you know, Garoppolo's playing solid, and their passing game is solid. George Kittle's solid week to week. Uh, I love what the 49ers are doing right now. 
Texas at the Jaguars on Sunday. I say continue to ride Deshaun Watson. Even really? Against, yeah, even against wow. the Jags defense. I, I, I'm riding <laughs> I'm him kidding. the entire season. <laughs> yeah. And I have some, in my league, I have some options, you know, and I'm thinking, no, I made a commitment. That, that, that's the, the option yeah. to me. I like pretty much all of the Houston players, but a word of caution here, they did lose some of their best defensive players. So uh, there's a good chance the Jags will control the tempo in the game. So don't expect Houston to have as many offensive plays. At least that's what I'm thinking. Hope for quality. Quality plays, not volume here. On the other side, Jags will do well on offense, if not on the defense. Who would have thought Gordon or uh, Gardner Minshew? I know would be the guy, <laughs> but he is, and he's playing excellent week to week. I think he might have had one bad game this year. That's it. But he is figuring out ways, not just throwing the ball, but you know, getting the team in the right play at the right time, um, getting the 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 throws made to people who can because he throws it accurately on a, and on time, can make long runs with it after they catch it. And he's athletic. He runs the ball well himself when he decides to take off and run. So I, I like, uh, love what Gardner Minshew is doing right now. And it's a, we had talked about before, Chris Conley is a fantastic option for mm -hmm. them throwing the ball. You know, it's interesting. Gardner Minshew, when he first started playing, everybody said, who? Yeah, and, right. And that name is so unique. And the funny thing is there were four Gardner Minshews before him. So I'll bet you I'll bet you this week I'm going to get a He's few Gardner, Gardner Minshew Minshew Halloween <laughs> trick-or-treaters. Guaranteed. <laughs> Bears at the Eagles. Go ahead. Take it away. Well, uh, David Montgomery finally has broken out. And I think that's what every, every Bear fan and fantasy owner has been waiting for, especially anyone who's drafted him. I think is a good play against the Eagles, against anybody. Montgomery, I think they they can't throw the ball. They can't throw it effectively, so he's got to be productive, and obviously he is. He's Just from the f the moment, the first series on, the first carry, he got hit for about a, what should have been a two- or three-yard gain, ends up getting six, seven, eight yards out of it. That's who David Montgomery is going to be from here on, I believe. I'm not high on Mitch Trubisky. I just don't think throwing the ball, he's got any confidence, and I haven't seen any progression in the fundamentals of the way he plays. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be a crapshoot. There's going to be times where eventually he's going to have a good game or two. Yeah. But I don't see it. It's not going to be a consistent, oh, he did it last three. He's going to do it this week right. as well. I don't see that. So like the Jameis Winston scenario. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And and I think, um, you know, uh, nobody's more unhappy about that situation, even if you go outside of fantasy football, than Bear fans. Mm -hmm. They were hoping, as was Ryan Pace, the general manager of the Bears, and now Matt Nagy has hitched his wagon and has said, we are he's our guy. Forever, or for better or for worse, that's who we're going with. And I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, you're, you're right on there. I think it's the same thing with Baker Mayfield. In yeah. Cleveland. I mean, yeah. I, I think these are two young guys who, uh, at the moment, and they could prove us wrong in the long run, but I'm, I'm not I don't sure. see it that way, I, especially in Baker Mayfield's case. I think that he is just, uh, I think, become too bold in talking about what he's going to do mm -hmm. or, or putting it, trying to put it back in the faces of the people who have been somewhat critical of him, whose job it is to be critical of him. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I don't think he's done enough to show that he actually is the guy that can take the Browns where they want to go by himself.
Well, I got to like the Bears here. You know, Montgomery, as you mentioned, had his best game, and he's and he's going up. This is the extra incentive. He's going up against Jordan Howard and vice versa. Right. So I expect both of those guys, I like Jordan Howard in this game, uh, to do well. But I don't like either quarterback here, even the wideouts. I, I just, you know, just keep an eye on Miles Sanders' injury because I do like him. In, I agree with you. I think the Eagles, like most teams, are not going to play. They're, the last game, the Chiefs, I mean the, uh, the Chargers, had a terrible offensive mm-hmm. game. Still won, but... You're not going to stack up fantasy points against that defense no. every week. So I, I agree with you there. And I think, um, you know, the Bears' defense, I thought, played pretty well last week. I think they gave up, what, 17 points? That's mm-hmm. not too much in the no. NFL. And they cause, uh, you know, they're, they're still going to get their share of turnovers. Talking uh, Steelers-Colts, Colts at Steelers. Colts were decent against Denver, and while only Mack had a solid day, they can rebound any time. Against the Steelers defense, though, I don't like Brissett or Mack, but I do like Ebron on the tight end side. Seems to play well against the Steelers, tight ends, that is. Uh, keep an eye on Connor's injury. Uh, start Mason Rudolph, Juju, and Deontay Johnson. I like Deontay Johnson a lot, especially with Mason Rudolph. Washington finally drew some looks. Uh, we've been talking about that for quite a while, mm-hmm. but uh, he lacked the catches, and that wasn't his fault. If Connor is outlook for Jalen Samuels possibly to start because he's coming out of injury he's been full uh, practice and Benny Daniels went out with an injury in the game against the uh, Miami Dolphins um, yeah and I I happen I'll take the other way uh, as far as the Colts go I like Jacoby Brissett and even though the Steelers are playing well defensively I think Jacoby Brissett has shown against other good defenses uh, you know, he had an excellent game against Houston. They've got an excellent defense. So I think he puts them in the right play at the right time. And I think the way Frank Wright calls plays, I just I like the Colts offense even against the steel defense. So what you're saying, he's due for a bad game. <laughs> <laughs> if he is, I don't see it going to be this game, unfortunately for you. Jets at Dolphins, ugly game of the week. I'm a no-go on Darnell, even if he's healthy, and I'm not even sure about Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Kenyon Drake was traded to the Cardinals for the Monday night game, so Mark Walton uh, shows up big on your radar this week. Is he's only in about 12% of uh, uh, fantasy leagues or uh, before this week. Now, he scored a touchdown against Pittsburgh. Preston Williams, again, the most targeted rookie wideout. I'd start him for Miami, but that's about it. Fitzpatrick, yeah, it's doable. Yeah, I don't see. I'm, I'm going down. I don't see anybody on either team offensively worth playing. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. It's going to be one of those that falls into that same category we had a few weeks ago. I somebody has to win. Somebody's <laughs> got to win. You, you'd think somebody has to win. Uh, I, but it could I, be the kicker, right? Could yeah. Be, could be three or nothing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's just I, I – saw. I just feel that there's something there, you know. I, or one defense could outscore the other defense. There you go. Yeah, you know, and with Le'Veon Bell, I just, you know, there's talk about teams are interested in trading for him. Why? And well, you know, for part of the problem is he's never the part. He's never a part of their offense. I know. Ever, in, I know. In any game, and and that's if if I were the Jets, you only owe him uh, thirteen million for next year. <laughs> you know, he's only owed a million for this year. Get rid of him. And I mean, and uh, any deal that gets made for him, if they do decide, has got to include that long term deal. You know, because yeah. uh, the Jets aren't going to pay. You know, no, and and he that. held a, he missed a year to get yeah. that deal. Yep. He so sure he's did. not going to renegotiate it. No. Vikings at Chiefs, uh, which Kirk Cousins is going to show up this time? Uh, we know one thing for sure. Both Stefan Diggs and Dolphin Cook uh, are starts, and Sit Cousins, as far as I'm concerned. That also means Sit Busy Johnson uh, for the Chiefs ride, uh, Tyree Kill and Matt Moore, if, uh, if solid, of course, if, if Mahomes just isn't ready, and I'm not sure he's going to be ready this week. Well, I'm going to go cross, cross field on you here again. Okay. Because I think Kirk Cousins is 
was last week and this week will be continue to be, you know, a, a dynamic uh, quarterback numbers-wise. The Chiefs are not great defensively. And I think Kirk Cousins, what, missed three or four passes last week? He didn't have a touchdown. He didn't throw him hardly at all. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, you know, he threw it. He threw like, what, 20, he was 23 or 26 or something like that. So, I mean, he's he'll get some chances again this week and again the Chiefs are not great defensively he's got two excellent receivers he's got uh, Dalvin Cook in the backfield I think I like Kirk Cousins I like Dalvin Cook I like both their receivers Mm, and obviously with the Chiefs and what Matt Moore did last week spreading the ball around I like all the the guys that he'll be throwing to as well including Tyreek Hill well we'll see next week well this man I think is one we're going to be talking about all right uh Titans and Panthers. Uh, Titans, I like John O. Smith at tight end again. Actually, Der- like Derrick Henry, who was not great last week. So you might give him a shot. Uh, Sit Tannehill, any Panthers to go, even Kyle Allen. He should have um, had that really awful game out of his system by now. Hmm. <laughs> I, you hope? <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you're right. Yeah, hopefully you're right. But I think, um, you know, the Titans, both the Titans and Panthers, okay, they um, – Kyle Allen obviously had a horrible game against the 49ers. Nobody on the Titans does anything for me offensively week week to week. I don't really like anybody. The only guy I like in this game is Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers. Yeah, well, that's that's a uh, a given. So yeah, I just uh, nobody in this game week to week really has anything to build off no. of what. They've done it's really the tough. Yeah, I, I do like John o. Smith, uh, and uh, the reason is you know that uh, seems tight ends are, are mm-hmm. when quarterbacks are going bad. Tight yeah. ends are right are when, when the valves. when the Titans can run the ball, their their yeah. tight ends could be effective down the middle. But you know, I, the, like you said last week, Derrick Henry didn't have a good game. Yeah. It's hard for anyone else to have a good game. Redskins at Bills. I'm up for a dose of Adrian Peterson and Terry McLaurin, uh, uh, possibly. I'm not sold on Haskins at quarterback yet, and so that's it. As for the Bills, Beasley, Brown, and Gore, I think they're all okay this week. Yeah, I would say in Josh Allen, I think even though he had a bad game last week, running the ball, he's typically going to be, if not leading the key, the Bills in rushing, he's mm-hmm. going to be right there. He's got a week, a chance, I think, every week of scoring a touchdown, running the ball. He's going to typically throw for a touchdown or two as well. He's not a dynamic fantasy football numbers guy, but I think he's decent. The Redskins, um, you know, now that it looks like Dwayne Haskins is going to be playing more, or at least they're going to be looking for ways to get him in the game, uh, you know, I just uh, I don't see anybody, including Terry McLaurin, of being a great uh, fantasy football player. McLaurin is has got the – I think he's – a solid. If he had a quarterback, well, yeah, <laughs> you know, if he had any kind of quarterback, back right? There, you know, yeah. and I, you know, I, I, I like bit, him. That's a I big just, if right now because yeah. right now they don't. They don't. <laughs> Buccaneers at Seahawks. Winston uh, had a good day last week, so bench him this week. Right. Uh, don't expect huge days for Evans or Godwin. Uh, actually, I don't like any plays in this team, but you, you can't ignore Mike Evans. I like Metcalf and Lockett in the game for Seattle, along with Carson and, of course, Wilson, despite a rather pedestrian day last week. Yeah, and I think, you know, Metcalf did not have a great fantasy week, but he did score a couple touchdowns. And Mike Evans... I think this, you know, as we talked about, um, he's a fantastic receiver. Jameis Winston uh, had a game last week that, that he was back in business again. But I think against the Seahawks, that's not going to shut down out of nowhere. So I think Jameis Winston is good enough to get the ball to, you know, Mike Evans. 
Uh, I don't see them having a great running game. I think the Seahawks will try to shut that down. But, um, you know, and I think the Seahawks themselves, offensively, with Russell Wilson, everybody is, well, mainly Tyler Lockett, right. is a fantastic pick. And I think their running game is not too bad, of course, with Chris Carson. You know who I think is a really, really good uh, pick this week? The other wide out. There is one? Yeah. DK um, Metcalf. Metcalf. Yeah. I think he has got some real good upside for a touchdown this week. Buccaneers secondary. I, just Yeah. I think every week you know. he's a solid play, yeah. and especially in the red zone every week. Yeah. No, I, I definitely I, – I am really high on him this week, and uh, he's on both my fantasy teams. So I'm going to start him out. put my money where my good, mouth is. Good pick. Uh, Lions at Raiders. Uh, Stafford is a start, as is Ty Johnson and all the receivers. I'd even go for Hawkinson this week. Uh, Raiders haven't proved they can put a solid secondary on the field, so any Detroit receiver I think is good. Uh, the Raiders put out a solid effort together uh, against Houston, and the pass rush was good, but just not the secondary. But I'm not sold on their defense yet. But on offense, I do like uh, to – Williams, I think he's back, if he'd ever really left, and expect more from Josh Jacobs this week. Uh, Renfro is a start as is Waller. Uh, Derek Carr has been on fire lately, and I don't think it's going to change this week. Detroit is just not as good defensively as we thought they were long ago. Well, I think, based on what I saw Derek Carr do versus the Bear defense, he can do that pretty much every week then. Mm -hmm. So I, I like Derek Carr. Renfro, I think of it as a younger uh, Julian Edelman. Mm -hmm. He's a solid guy across the middle, good outlet receiver, gets a, 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 chance, a, a chance occasionally in the red zone. And, I, again, I'm, I like the Raiders. I like the Lions. There's nobody in this, in this game offensively I don't like. Right. I'm the same way. Packers at Chargers. This could be a tough one for Green Bay, but nah, just fun. <laughs> <laughs> Rodgers will take the Chargers apart. The Packers will put Phillip Rivers on his butt quite often. Uh, I don't even like the running backs for the Chargers here. Well, I do like the Green Bay, all the plays there, especially. Uh, we were talking earlier about Alan Lazard. I really like Alan Lazard. Isn't it interesting, though, how when Melvin Gordon comes back, the running game for the Chargers now ceases Dies. to exist. Yeah, Whereas it's, Austin Eckler was great. Now he's not doing anything, nor is Melvin Gordon. And I think you're right. I think offensively, the Chargers are just so fragmented. They don't even know where, you know, they don't. They can't rely on anybody offensively at this point. And I think the Packers are just the opposite. You know, you've got Aaron Rodgers that is, if you added up all the, I can't believe I just saw that throw yeah, this no. year, <laughs> they're all going to be about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, what, and, Aaron, Aaron Jones last week was phenomenal, running the ball and catching the ball. And uh, as I'd mentioned the week before, Alan Lazard has stepped up. Even though he didn't have a tremendous fantasy game numbers-wise, he had like four catches for over 50 yards, he seems to be a guy that Aaron Rodgers is building a tremendous amount of confidence yeah. in. And now with Devonta Freeman still out, mm -hmm. uh, or not Devonta Freeman, but uh, Devonta Adams, uh, Devonta Adams I think Lazard's production and value and the confidence he's gained uh, from Aaron Rodgers, I think, is rising. And they've got well. these big targets. He's, what, 6'5"? Yeah, they're all 6'4", 6'5". Monte Adams, like the smallest. Yeah, I know. Who himself it's, is a good-sized guy. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're good targets. Uh, they're they're run like deer, you know. Uh, I mean, they're just... Yeah, and their offense now is finally catching up with the defense and has now for three or four weeks. How can you not... You know, like Aaron Rodgers with all those weapons. Yeah, exactly. He's great without them, and you give him those weapons, it's mm -hmm. something else. Uh, Browns at Broncos. Aside from Nick Chubb and 
possibly Beckham. There's really no one I'm playing on this Browns team. Uh, they may be maybe a good day for Odell to return. I'm I'm, I'm thinking that I'm kind of just on the borderline <laughs> with him on the cusp. I do like the Broncos. Philip Lindsay here and Cortland Sutton as well as Royce Freeman. Nobody else except the defense should even be on your radar. Uh, this could be a real strong day for the defense. I think. Yeah, I I would uh, say Beckham because you know. Throughout the NFL, on every talk show, they're talking about where in the heck is Odell Beckham. This is not, to me, going to be the game he shows up. Um, I just, I don't know. I Nick Chubb is solid as you can be in the backfield. And um, I think uh, on the other side with the Broncos, now that Flacco's out, even with Flacco, it was, they weren't doing anything offensively. Phillip Lindsay sort of, some some weeks he's there, some weeks he's not. I don't know. I, I don't see anybody in this game other than Nick Chubb being a solid fantasy play. Uh, Patriots at Ravens. So this will be interesting. Baltimore coming off a bye. I think this is a, a, a week that uh, New England finally goes down. Uh, Lamar Jackson's ripe for a solid day. Pat's defense ripe for a bad day. Uh, I like Jackson and Ingram here as well as Andrews. On the pass, I think Sanu will shine along with Dorsett and uh, Sonny Michelle. Uh, Brady, hard to bet against, but, but I'm doing it. And I think well, we mentioned uh, pretty much every week uh, what I know you're going to talk about here, and that is the fact that it's hard to recommend anybody on New England outside of Tom Brady. I agree with you. And, and this is the, really the first game that looks like it's going to be a struggle for New England's offense because the defense that the Ravens are playing this week is good. Mm-hmm. The This is really the first good uh, multifaceted offense that right. the Patriots are going to play against. So I think this is going to be a test for their defense. I like everything about the Ravens. I like Lamar Jackson. Um, I like their running game. I, I like uh, you know everything I like all offensive players, Ravens-wise. Patriots, I still, week to week, Tom Brady's not a great play for me, nor is anybody else offensively except for Sonny Michel and, and possibly Julian Edelman. Mm-hmm. Monday. Oh, yeah. Before we get to it, I want to mention that we're recording this uh, right at the trade deadline. So uh, there may be a trade or so that we miss in here, um, and uh, we want to make sure you... Uh, Check the waiver wires uh, in the week and check the trade wires uh, as you get ready to make your picks for Thursday and Sunday. And uh, because we may have missed somebody in there, but uh, we've tried to stay on top of it as much as we could. And uh, well, the trade deadline just ended, so I think we're, we're okay. Monday night, Cowboys and Giants. Uh, Cowboys and Zeke are going to destroy the Giants. Uh, mm. look, look, yeah, I think so. Look for a big game early for the big guy, which will really give something to the wideout. So press Cooper and press Austin and Gallup if he's healthy. Push the button on Prescott. I'm good on the Giants, Daniel Jones, and Barkley, but not much else. Uh, I will go with Slayton for another week, and if Jones is on, it seems to be logical anyway. Yeah, I, I like the Cowboys here, I think, for the for the most part. And, I, and this is a game, though, that Dak Prescott is going to have to step up and be the Dak Prescott that he's been most games this year. Um, but I think the Giants are easy for people to overlook, and yet why? Because uh, Daniel Jones has come up strong. Offensively, they've been solid. Barkley's been back not only early but productive when he's come back. So, um, yeah, I I like uh, pretty much the same people you do. Uh, I think uh, uh, Amari Cooper, I think, is going to have a big game. I do, too. I think it's a breakout game for him. I really, really do. And uh, like I said, I think, you know, Zeke has been been good. Hasn't been 
He's but, been average. Yeah. For, in, I, I in think terms a little above average. Done. But, you know, for, as, as far as what Zeke is, yeah, yeah. he's been average. I think actually probably less mm-hmm. than average uh, to compare him to last year's Ezekiel Elliott. But I, I think um, uh, better than most running backs, but not quite there yet. Uh, certainly better than Melvin Gordon, the other guy who held out. <laughs> who, well, you now know. you're going way down to the bottom, but okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Melvin Gordon, by the end of the week, may not even be on the Chargers anymore. But anyway. But, no, I, I do like Zeke in this game. And uh, I've liked Zeke all, Zeke all along. Uh, I think I you could compare him this year at times to like someone like Nick Chubb. You know, yeah. Nick has come yeah. in and, and been solid when they've given him opportunities. Mm-hmm. And Ezekiel has been kind of in that category, too. But they've given him s- several opportunities, and he really hasn't come through right. a lot. There's of been games. a few times that yeah, very few that he's broken anything off. You know what surprised me? Um, uh, yesterday, or Monday night, uh, Steelers had a 25-yard run by Connor. That's the longest offensive running play the Steelers have had all year. Halfway through the season. I knew we were going to get some more Steelers in there. (laughs) Well, I had about a minute left, so I wanted to mention that anyway. (laughs) There you have it. This week's Fantasy Football Podcast. Join us each week uh, Tuesday night for a look at the upcoming NFL games. Uh, You can find us on Radio.com, the mobile app, iTunes, Stitcher, Lipsum, and wherever you get your podcasts. The easiest way, perhaps, just go to our website. That's KramerandBrill.com. Kramer with a K and Brill with a B dot com. And the podcasts are listed on the podcast page, or you can find them by just clicking on the top of the homepage. Just check it out, KramerandBrill.com. The podcast is a property of Brill Productions, and any unauthorized use, such as charging for its contents, is strictly prohibited. We do encourage you to share the podcast, however, for free. For Kramer, I'm Bob Brill. Join us next time for Kramer and Brill, a fantasy football podcast.